and their physical bodies. It's ridiculous to for I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. and, and you know Any, they just live in a different world. I love the anti-abortion people because I mean. I don't know what they think. My That's whole life, I've been surrounded by people who are okay with abortions, but I don't think I know anyone who's well, they had say, a, I mean, a abortion. You know what if, I mean? It's- to be fair, if you believe in soul, I don't. If you believe in soul, I do think they have a point. Like, you if, know, if you believe in soul and all that. Yeah, if that way, if you caricature, but they keep on saying children and all this. And like, I think the, the legal like definition of you being like, you know, have gone from fetus to like a child is when without the body of the mother, that kid can, you know, survive. So, you know, I think that reaches like around five or six months or something like that. So, yeah, they, but you don't even need to go down these routes. Oh, these these in, routes. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about inside the mother's body or outside? No, like legally, I think like, you know, when like when the person goes from like a fetus to person or something like that is when you can just no, take but, the take. But the, that's. No, but that's, not an, no, but that's not an argument. And that's not you're you're talking not, about the def, you're talking about the definition they want to change. They believe as soon as they believe a sperm, there is soul in they, they a lot of Catholics back in the days were anti-condoms. They are still in Africa, they go around uh, talking about condoms being evil and shit. Because you know that's funny. They, they, I used to think it's jerking off also yeah, <laughs> abortion because it's a it's a it's a I great scene. Think of that. Didn't you know it's a great sin? But yeah, I guess when you go into these definitions, yeah, if you believe you in soul blind. or whatever, you can, you can, then you can, you know, you can say that's at any time. Yeah. If you go, I'm just saying you the legal blind. way, I believe it's not like that. And your hand. <laughs> and your hand. No, but legal, they want to change the law. That's yeah. like saying that, you know, that's, I hate that argument. I must say, sorry, but I hate that argument when people are like, legally well legal i want to change the law it's like copyright yeah, no. people well legally he no but you music. can find i don't give a biological shit. differences no in one the can status, own music but you can find yeah. biological differences in like the state of like fetus and like uh, yeah, when you're you getting so you're, this, yeah you're but no you're right if you're, yeah no soul. no you're absolutely right <laughs> Even the oh, yeah, sperm uh, going to waste is uh, is going to waste. <laughs> so that's actually yeah. the thing I've seen, always honestly thought that I was like, why aren't abortion people against? <laughs> I mean, this is one of the main reasons I became anti-religion originally. That like one of the biggest fun activities in the world was banned. By... <laughs> but back in the day, now they've kind of they've gone liberal, right? Now it's okay drinking. No, no, no. Are you sure? In their own conclave, of yeah. course not. Yeah, of course it's not okay to Jericho. I mean, I must say, even Dalai Lama, who's probably the coolest like <laughs> religious person who always said, I'm more of a really socialist, to be honest. <laughs> uh, he, he's even anti-jerking off, I think. Oh, it's really? very, uh, yeah, good I don't know what is with this. Uh, jerko off is pretty <laughs> much universalistically, they're negative on it. <laughs> Jeez, that's funny. <laughs> I thought um, you know about the Catholic thing in Africa is a big thing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I heard about that kind of shit. Try to stay away from it because it's anything <laughs> to me. Um, <laughs> anything else regarding abortion? No, I do feel like we've really milked this, but it's awful. Like, make it legal everywhere in the world. Fuck off. Right, Sam, let's stick to the United States of America. Nina Turner <laughs> had her election. We had so much fun with it yesterday, folks. Please go check out that video called Politically Murdered. I stole that from Jordan Chariton, <laughs> just to be fair here, full transparency. But yeah, and then there were some other elections going on too, Sam. So I'll just, the floor is yours. Why don't you get us going? So, so, yeah, in the primaries, uh, I mean, Nina Turner was the highest sort of, uh, you know, profile progressive thing. I really don't know about any other progressive sort of primary or anything going on, but it seems progressives are pretty much fucked now. Or, you know, the hardcore left is, yeah, goodbye. So, you know, and because Team Ryan, uh, yeah. yeah, Team Ryan also won in uh, uh, for, sorry, do you hear that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gone <laughs> A lot of shops, uh, fl- <laughs> mobile shops going on. But yeah, um, so uh, Tim Ryan won the Ohio primary for, I think, to become the 
Senate candidate, Senate candidate. I have to check this mm-hmm. because he made a mistake. Uh, I'll, I'll do it. You can I'm, continue. Yes, Senate primary election. Okay, nice. So Tim Ryan uh, won that, and uh, so you know that's uh, against Morgan Harper. Morgan Harper. I don't know if you remember her. She came on. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Brianna Greyjoy's show quite a lot. I think she may have once appeared on the Hill. And she got defeated. Uh, Tim Ryan got 69.7. She got 7.7%. So about 50% difference, something like that. Jesus, is it possible to lose that way? Man, usually left loses this way. Usually that's what happens to the left. I don't know if you, how long you've been around, but that's, you know, very normal. So, I mean, until I they shoved right Nina Turner the... down my throat, I must admit, I wasn't following U.S. Yeah. primaries, <laughs> Congress and Senate that much, to be completely fair. So, yeah. As somebody who has followed labor leadership elections <laughs> throughout his life, yes, very common. Like, I, when Jeremy, like, that's why, by the way, I was kind of wanted to respond to what you said about the fact that, you know, Bernie Sanders and Jeremy Corbyn, they, you know, they did, you know, they weren't seen by the establishment. I think it wasn't necessarily that. It's just they were, uh, they weren't seen by anybody, like, as having a chance. And they were so, like, they stuck to their guns for mm. so long, you know. It was just, you know, uh, anyway, I remember feeling, no, this is very normal. This is just, this is very, <laughs> Long story very, short. <laughs> but, yeah. man, that's a lot. I mean. Then again, based on Jordan Chariton, some of the stuff that Jordan Chariton was saying about more money. the the voters out there, I mean, it really kind of changed my point of view. I'll just, since I'm mentioning it now, Jordan Chariton spoke to this one person who was adamant that she's going to vote for uh, Nina Turner. <laughs> the only issue is that she had confused Nina Turner and Chantel Brown. As soon as you, like, for a moment, you think, like, no, most people are good, average people are good, just go outside, talk to someone for 30 minutes. <laughs> just start talking about their views about foreign people. Just see what happens. Just see. Yeah, Usually, that, yeah. I like them. Very funny Man. people, though. Have you seen their funny dress going around? The- <laughs> That's yeah. what I always think. Like, sometimes, like a, political, like, a political issue, like, just arises, and people who are a political can't help themselves but they suddenly get into it and they talk about it and then they like don't want to be friends with that person this person will be like hey i could have told you all this before you should just if you guys didn't just chit chat about random stuff sometimes and just you know push the person a little bit on their views you wouldn't be surprised that about their, this uh, is yeah, yeah this is where they're going <laughs> Yeah, but uh, so that happened tim ryan who has a personality of a glass of water milk maybe i mean does it even matter i mean he won the the, the other person got six percent oh 17 percent. oh 17 okay 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 i heard seven okay 17 is a bit better he (laughs) got 70 yes (laughs) so you know 50 percent but uh, tim ryan is not gonna make it to the senate as it looks like in J.D. Vince, who we talked about, and Chapa Trap House guys have a great segment on, one of the biggest douchebags, somebody who tried to uh, try to capitalize on his hillbilly background by selling them out, telling the liberals, oh, look at these disgusting heroin addicts. Mm. And then uh, as soon as, uh, think, and he was a Trump hater in the beginning, he's, you know, no, the real people reliving in rural wherever the fuck Ohio he comes from he's no they are good people they're not like Trump and then Trump won over all of those good people so <laughs> you know all those good people when we like Trump actually we fucking hate you JD and uh, so then he again became a Trump lover very recently and he went back to he, the prodigy the, what is it the prodigal son returns to Ohio as a hillbilly that he was <laughs> and so uh, and now uh, he uh, and it's really fascinating because Chapo guys I really believe they provide by far the best analysis on oh sorry on pretty much American politics most things really and uh, you know all that but uh, and they mentioned this by the way in their newest show that they uh, made this great segment about how Josh Mandel is gonna destroy JD Vance and now mm-hmm. he's won by 
more than yeah by by just about 10 percent okay yeah that makes more sense yeah but it's pretty big win but they were saying how josh mandel is gonna destroy jd vance because he's such a you know everybody knows he's sold out to the liberal elites and all that for a while and all that but trump's uh indoor and man trump's endorsement we have to play this Mm -hmm. guess who does Trump endorse? So it's J, J.D. Vance is going against Josh Mandel. Who does he, do you think he endorses? The Josh guy. Uh, say the full name. Josh Mandel or J.D. Vance? Josh Mandel. He endorses J.D. Mandel. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, he, so he confused that. Yeah, exactly. Like J.D. Mandel. I, Mandel, I talked to him just now. Great guy, this JD Mandel. It's great. I love Trump. So uh, clearly, Man. they came to an understanding. He threw his support <laughs> behind him, and uh, now he's beaten Mandel. You know, and uh, yeah, and you know, uh, Chapel Traffic guys made this point that in these days in politics, the only thing, if you are politically paying attention, the only thing that is worth supporting is actually people. You know. Because that's the only thing that pays off, you know, p- people like Trump or, you know, it, it's become a project that pays off mm-hmm. first with its unexpected win. And, you know, it's this it's disappointing, but it's it's like almost the only real alternative project in America because the left is just Jesus Christ. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, left has no like the left, not the Democrats, just have no momentum, <coughs> nothing going on, it seems, in the U.S. right now, at least from the outside. I mean, far worse than it was, you know, just back to what it was pre-Bernie, I guess, pre-2016. Just c- compare compare Marjorie Taylor Greene's actions, Lauren Bobart's actions, who two people who we've both discussed before to discuss things, especially Lauren Bobart, Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene, Probably needs more medication. <laughs> Lauren Bobert is just a disgusting yeah. uh, again. Just, what is he? She's just this, this is a jackass, yeah. really. Like <laughs> yeah, jackass. That's perfect. And then, so the, look at what they've done for their base in terms of what they promised. I'm mm. not saying like their promises were good or anything. Mm. They promised like we're gonna go, we're gonna scare the affiliate, like uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever they promised. I don't know. Yeah. But look at what AOC, Ilhan Omar, and uh, all the other people in the thing. Ilhan, I know you like Ilhan Omar a lot, but, you know, what they have delivered. It just went on. No, it, it, exactly, man, exactly. And AOC, I mean, we spoke about this. Like, one of the, like, you know, a lot of times I heard, like, others say, like, oh, AOC this, did this and that, and read reporting and all this. But, I mean, you know, this is, like, the first time where, like, as soon as I heard the news, like, just myself, I made up my mind, and this was, like, the biggest douchebag thing I've seen AOC do, the the way that she endorsed Nia Turner, like t- a few hours before the election. I mean, oh, at six thirty five p.m., like the day before. I mean, the biggest like cop out thing I've ever seen. Seriously, the biggest uh, assholeish or douchebaggy thing she did was the thing with Crystal. But no, actually, I think my district. I, think, yeah, but, I mean, this but was such a coward. This was this, such this a, one. This was incompetence. This was like, oh, I, should I? Oh no! Oh, they they gonna be angry at me? Oh, uh, they gonna there's be so angry many at ways me? of reading oh. it. There's like, so many ways like, of reading it, but one way that I read it, even though you said that she'll get maybe some backlash right now, one way that I read it is later on. She can say and it can be written that she, quote unquote, was the only one who endorsed Nina Turner, although her endorsement was beyond meaningless. I, I, I well, yes, but I would say it was it was meaningless, but it did have an effect of that old joke that I think I told you, you know, what happens to things that they stay in the middle of the road? They get run over, <laughs> you know? You you so, have to pick a camp sometimes, buddy. You have yeah. either go full establishment or go full progressive. If you want to be like, you can't. You know, sometimes some contradictions are not cancelable. Yeah, Irrecon- yeah. irreconcilable <laughs> difference. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how she's viewed by like the people who can actually vote for her. Like, what her image is. Most there. people who actually vote for her don't really think it. Like, they think she's probably a nice lady who's trying her best. That's probably <laughs> I assume. I can't, I can't argue with you too much there um, but okay should we move on to the United Kingdom 
Yes, yes. And, and, and what what kind of shenanigans are <laughs> what kind of shenanigans are, are going on there? They're trying just, to outdo <laughs> others, it seems the UK. <laughs> UK is putting up a fight against Nina Turner and Trump for the most ludicrous. Yeah. They're like, we're the original that. clowns. You guys think <laughs> we've been doing this for a long time. I don't know if you've heard of the Israeli, but he was the original, you know, Clinton. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, there was, first there was, they, they have local elections, which in UK are pretty big deal. They're an indicator of, you know, it's kind of like, again, it's, kind, it's literally like primary elections in America mm. and that type of thing. But, uh, so, there is local elections coming up. This is like just before yesterday. And, you know, you remember Partygate, where Boris Johnson's evil actions of breaking the rules of COVID, which nobody else has. Nobody else has. The most harmless yeah. thing Boris Johnson has done <laughs> has in his done, adult you know, life. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Somebody who is like, you know, has been involved in number of financial and like criminal scandals, have been involved with Saudi yeah. family, has connections mm-hmm. with like, uh, you know, the prime minister of goddamn UK. Uh, yeah. What do you think they do usually? Like, you know. That was uh, probably his <laughs> finest moment like yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, after this drink i'll be returning to murdering children right in there right in there number 10 thank you, sir. Thank you sir. i have a i have a meeting about selling some weapons to a dictator in central asia after it. You know, so you know I, I mean i understand the frustration of you know all those guardian readers who thought anybody else besides them is following the lockdown rules. And they all, no, no, to be fair, I really understand the frustration of people who got fined. Yeah, yeah, and no, for sure. We did a story if, about it, that where people got fined more than him. <laughs> yeah, that, no, no. But but uh, like he definitely should get fined. I don't know how much, but, but yeah, he definitely should have. So I don't know if you recall, but instead of focusing on policies on the fact that, you know, foreign policy, Boris Johnson's failure to provide financial assistance for a lot of people during and post-COVID, city cost, you know, living cost is going crazy, gas prices, gas as in heating energy prices, not petrol, not, you know, they say petrol. Anyway, uh, everything is getting expensive. Pastry is getting expensive. I was reading about I was outraged. <laughs> Sausage roll is getting expensive. But it's outrageous to me. This is outrageous uh, for, a, you know, na- this country, by the way, besides Iran, I really love. And uh, it's, it's all of this. No, le- no. Starmer decided to focus on Partygate. This, oh, decorum. Oh, my God. They may have... Oh, oh, that was the man. Whole, but he's a, he's way, pathetic, though. I mean, he's really like he's you know, the most pathetic. He, he, he's cra- yeah, pretty up there in level of pathetic. He's like Team Ryan level politician. I, Team Ryan, there he was very. I think he he ran for president. No, he was Hillary's. He was Hillary. He was supposed to be Hillary's vice president, right? If no, no, that was oh, Tim Kaine, man. Tim, yeah, yeah. That's, he's a much older version of Tim Ryan. He's he. <laughs> Cain is anti-abortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Pro-abortion. Pro, pro, no. No, anti-abortion. No. He's pro-life. pro-life. Sorry, he's pro-life. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. He's the one they don't want legality. Anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, sorry, Keir Starmer is awful. But, but I don't want to just let every, Owen Jones, uh, Novara Media, two people who I usually follow on, uh, you know, on uh, social media, and they cover a wide variety of things, including the living crisis and all that but his over emphasis idiotic emphasis on party gates instead of like f- focusing on the internal fight in the labor party which is basically the centrist are winning and all that mm-hmm. led to the m- main focus on party gates and as i told you i think yesterday the L- labor party uh, in local election ran their campaign to the right of the liberals mm-hmm. so they were pro nuclear weapons and pro uh, criminalization of weed, not wow. decriminalization. Criminalization. How's it even a conversation nowadays? I mean, you thought that was over, but I, I, I mean, it's almost unbelievable that a party that Jeremy Corbyn pushed so forward. I mean, Jeremy Corbyn's mistakes are just—it makes me annoying because he's mm. just 
oh no we should make it more democratic no we don't want to take all this you should have taken over NEC mm. and finished off the, you should have expelled all these Blairites uh, useless here Starmer was in your cabinet man I can't justify that yeah, even yeah, though I yeah. love you you know it's anyway shadow cabinet shadow cabinet mm. But now, so the, all of these people decided to focus on this non-story, in my view, stupidest story. And guess what? Just a couple of days before the local election turnout, not a week maybe or more, yeah. Beergate. <laughs> and Beergate. What is Beergate? There is apparently footage of Mr. Stormer having beers in somebody's office during the lockdown where there should have been less than, I think, three people or there yeah. were three people in the room. I forget the specific numbers. And... He broke the same, he broke the rules just as Boris Johnson did. And Boris Johnson's thing was far worse. It was like, a, you know, much more people and all yeah. that. But rules are, you know, it's not like rules don't bend. They yeah. tend to break, you know. It's just like you hypocritical, incompetent, <laughs> like, oh, my, it's like Amber Heard's thing, you know. If you're going to be evil or at least be have some fucking competency, for God's sake. Yeah, no, 100%. And so is it hurting him or are like the media, are like parts well, of the media uh, twisting it or? The right wing, no, twist, like the right wing media is going crazy. And yeah, of course. I feel like exaggerate. And in UK news are pretty right wing and big. But the local elections, uh, well, the local election results are coming out. The, obviously, man, Tories have been in power for like 20 years now, mm-hmm. almost. No, well, no, no, I'm exaggerating, I guess. Uh, they came into power 2008 or nine was it that Gordon Brown got kicked out? And it was coalition, I know, but it's been a long time. So there is fatigue of that. I don't think they are, Labour is saying that they, they had some gains in Scotland and mm-hmm. in London, but the rest of England, they really fucked it up. Pretty much the same result as Lib Dem and Greens made some gains. But, you know, Conservatives went down not half as much, I think. I haven't mm. seen the result. Not half as much as everybody thought. In Scotland, they took a big beating, apparently. Uh, Tories are saying people have stayed in because they're angry over Partygate. Not because Livy, nobody in UK gives a shit about food, about their children's future. All people care about is whether somebody slightly broke the rules like and met with more people. That's all British people care about. They don't care about, you know, if their children's education and none of that. Anyway, and uh, yeah, Tories are saying that it was because of Partygate's conservative voters stayed in. Labour is saying they switched votes. I haven't seen a full breakdown or anything yet, so I'll have to see that to really give somewhat of a reasonable take. But no, Labour d- didn't do ha- like unless they like. I'm thinking they're gonna get rid of Keir Starmer. He's just been so incompetent, and I, I don't think so. he's I gonna make huge gains now. So yeah, he brought out Tony Blair. Even. Man, they brought out Tony Blair as somebody who endorses. Keir Starmer, while Jeremy Corbyn is still involved in a sort of a dispute mm. over the fact that is he going to run as a Labour candidate or mm. not? It's like, go f- you useless. Like, you, you, you truly, I, I'm going, I'm having a lot of fun with names today, but Keir truly deserves his <laughs> Persian pronounce. You're a true dick, you Keir piece of shit. You, I, I take you see that's why even people like me prefer like if I had to choose between Boris Johnson and him I might actually choose Boris Johnson mm. because I know at least who he's with yeah, I know his yeah. team is evil but at least this evil guy has some competency and backbone you know unlike your this evil guy no 100% I mean it's nothing more off-putting than some <coughs> fake leftist you would take some or loser of <laughs> yeah him, you know loser yeah fake loser left this <laughs> anything else on the uk no but well done everybody on focusing on party gate that was well done. that's the big issue here that's you know we should talk about you know parties <laughs> people's behavior decor did he say bad word <gasps> i think he mentioned the bad word in front of an old lady oh mm. my god
All right, Sam, let's move on to geopolitics. I don't know why I said it that way. But okay. <laughs> you know, it, I believe it's legally you're bound to, on, uh, if whenever you're being recorded to say geopolitics. Geopolitics. Like it's a tra- trade market that way, I believe. But yeah, yeah so we got it, two here. We don't have much geopolitics really, but Ukraine. It and is. Then, it's actually, no, it's quite a it's oh, time for Afghanistan. Veg- yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. No, it's time for vegetables, everybody. So, you know, it's, we had too much fun. This is ridiculous. So that's why we another sort of throwback. Let's talk about some of our favorite shows. Uh, Useful Idiots had a fantastic guest, I believe. Uh, let me just check. His name is Michael Hudson. But I, I'm just checking right now. Who had and Michael Hudson? Useful Idiots. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen him you in a know, while. I used to oh, watch you know, him on the yeah. Real News Network. Yeah, an American professor lives in the UK. Yes, yes, yeah. uh, I believe so. I I didn't know about. I forget uh, if they mentioned the look. But I, I I will start with that because I think that check out that interview, fantastic interview, and I think he puts the Russia America conflict or the you know global conflict in a really good context. And mm. what we're gonna see and he i think what that's what he argues is increased this disability in the third world and you know increasing probably nationalism and borders going up in the north and all that so uh, i think very fantastic thing and that sort of segues well i think in first let's start with ukraine right yeah uh so Ukraine is continuing, as everybody know, and, you know, <clears throat> everybody's accusing everybody of each other. I do feel like media coverage has become a bit more like Russian sources say this, Ukrainian okay, sources has say it? that. I see. Yeah, I've barely been following yeah. it, to be completely honest. Yeah, me, I, me too, like in terms of details. But I did saw something on my favorite publication, which is... The Guardian, or don't tell me Atlantic. No, no, it's <laughs> I no, I didn't want to spend that much time on you know Ukraine, but I, before going into that, Zelensky has become the most like I hate him more than anybody. I think <laughs> at this point, no, I mean, yeah. like I, I still top my own list, but uh, Zelensky is uh, pretty up there. Like Jesus Christ, man, it keeps yeah, it just you. Anyway, anyway, I don't know if he had a choice, so who knows, but. Uh, yeah, there, I was just, I went on Guardian as I always do, you know, and I was going to go to UK to see what happened with local elections and shit like that. I come down and I see this uh, Ukraine invasion in focus segment. Poland, you know, uh, separated them. This is the title of the article in quotation marks. I didn't believe his stories of atrocities in Ukraine, but then I saw the photos. Now, this is on itself, just this headline on itself, I feel is gold. It's like, I didn't believe in magic until I saw a magician do pull a, you know, a rabbit out of a hat. And uh, like, what's your, like, how, like, until I didn't see the photos, like, this must have been like, what is like, like, oh, he's so cynical. He's so cynical. We had to show him photos to believe, like, I, or, I, I'm sorry, but I don't get this at all. Am I? I feel you. No, 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 no. It's like trying to be like, like, you know, I was, I had a skeptical mind too, but I saw it for myself. And now, you know, you guys should believe me as well and all that. It's, yeah, it's we, like and of- everybody, I've seen videos. <laughs> if you've seen fucking photos, I've seen videos and I'm still a bit not sure what's going on. Like, you know, and nobody's, by the way, denying the existence. I don't yeah, understand yeah. this thing that. No, left is the, there is no war. Yeah, like, no, no, exactly. Nobody's nobody. denying that it's just about who's, you know, who's at fault and all that. Yeah. So I opened this because I was like, oh, I need to read this because she's seen photos and all that. <laughs> this is, by the way, this is the continuation of the same thing that we have to get to know everybody who lives in Ukraine and Poland. <laughs> and, you know, this is continuing. Yeah, uh, poor because people. Oksana Litilienko, as told to Veronika Strizienska, based over the border in Poland, one right activist tells of her shock at hearing accounts of rape and murder in Ukraine. This is, I mean, I've been influenced by Johnny Depp trial, but this is like, 
this is like hearsay. Uh, first of all, like this is like third rate hearsay. Listen to this. Listen, based over border in Poland, one right active one rights activist tells of her shocking, tells of her shock at hearing accounts of rape. Like, so why don't you go just talk to the victims of rape? Why are you talking to her? What is going on? Like, oh, we have to talk to this person who was convinced. When women at the border started talking to me about rapes and murders happening inside Ukraine, I thought these were just rumors. I wouldn't let myself believe it. I'm sorry. What did you, as they say in Persian, do you think they, like, they're, you know, they're distributing candy? Yeah, unfortunately, exactly. What do you think is... Happening here. What is going? Oh. That that is why war is bad. I mean, you know, it's just I, like the beginning. They kept on saying our women and children are getting attacked. <laughs> I mean, yes, that that's the reason why war is bad. You know, <laughs> if civilians yeah, weren't getting attacked or things like that, then war war wouldn't really be that bad. Camera. As soon as I found that boxing involved punches, <laughs> I was disgusted by this like activity. It's, yeah, war is about murder, is about rape, is about torture. Again, like taking over, like literally, like other people's stuff. That's like what war is trying to achieve. Yes. Do you think they are handing out candy and ice creams and trying to like when war is happening? Nobody's trying to win hearts and mind unless you mean they're trying to like shoot your heart yeah. or my brain out like it's a get, horrendous get, thing not trying to make fun of it it's just like sometimes people's reaction to something make us react to them in this way just in my defense at least <laughs> you do undermine my morbid comedy but yes yes sorry about Le- that no no it's good to no it's because look we can by the way do you want to talk about wars lady do you want to talk about yemen do you want to talk about i don't know uh sri lanka do you want to talk about it? like everywhere ethiopia like, just, man yeah. oh did you know all, yeah ethiopia do you like did you know in wars they shoot each other mm-hmm. oh, i didn't when they told me i didn't believe them but then i saw pictures i told myself it was just people sharing scare stories or that women were just rationalize their feeling of guilt about leaving their husbands and sons. Maybe my psyche was trying to defend. No, maybe my psyche was trying to defend myself. It wasn't trying to, you are a sick, like people are telling you they were raped and they're trying to justify leaving. Yeah. What is this person? Maybe this person shouldn't admit that. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, Oh, somebody came up to me like, you know, from a, like a refugee. This is not, by the way, again, like we are not talking about like Amber Heard or something. Yeah. Like these are refugees running to border, like beaten up. And sh- yeah, they're making up rapist stories because, you know, they want to justify leaving their husbands behind. Jesus Christ, lady. Or ma- ma- I don't, I can't tell. I think it's <laughs> Then a woman in her 70s who said she was from one of the occupied areas close to Erpin and Bucha across the border with her daughter and granddaughter. They were being treated by medical volunteers at the French mission. The daughter, who was in her 50s, had cancer and was very sick. The medics could not believe that someone like this with a hole in her stomach and no bandage was so desperate to leave that she would risk traveling for so many hours with no medical support. The woman told me that her grandson served in military brigade that had been Jesus Christ, uh, she said, uh, she said that, I'd come to her. oh, listen, this is what I mean, by the way, a hearsay of hearsay mm-hmm. of hearsay. So, uh, this is the woman who was, you know, he, she's wondering why she would just, you know, risk it all and come with her disease. She said that her grandson had returned from duty. He had come to her house and begged her to leave Ukraine. He told her that women were being raped and killed by Russian troops. She refused to leave. In in desperation, he showed her the photos and she knew she had to flee. So you see, this is, again, the grandmother was told by her grandson who was, you know, taking pictures in Bucha. And so so maybe that's why she she thought it's a justification Mm. because it wasn't the rape victim itself it was just you know uh, just somebody saying but again i don't know what they think happens in war. yeah uh, there are people like it's a pushing match or like a rugby situation <laughs> i don't know what the fuck they think. seriously
And then she goes in details talking about the disgusting details of like how people are murdered and all that. There's, it's very short. There's not much to it, but uh, I'll just uh, speak to the end. It isn't just the ones who talk about the violence they have faced or witnessed. You worry about all the women who made the, make the crossing. There are many who just cannot deal with being this helpless. Uh, okay, uh, all right. So I, I don't, I really don't understand that. Do you? No, no. I mean that is, I mean really people having these kind of guilty things that may, maybe some people, but yeah, I don't know. It says you shouldn't just worry about the people who witnessed or faced uh, violence. You worry about all the women who make the crossing. There are men, there are many who just cannot deal with being this helpless. So all the women, that means like women who are not subjected to violence and all that. But why are you point, like, why don't you say all the people who are making the crossing? I mean, I mean because just... I guess because mainly women are making the crossing. Uh, uh, yeah, becoming refugees because a lot of men are staying back to fight i guess mm. but i i think that's maybe makes sense of her thing because you cannot camera remember this you cannot feel sorry for russians and you know a third world country iran india you know this they suck and ukraine and poland and stuff if they are poor <laughs> you know they are not yeah. You know, you don't, you don't. I mean, they are relatively European. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're relatively European. You know, they're rich. You know, let's get it. There Wait, was yes, one. Oh, sorry, woman. sorry. Go ahead. No. There was one woman. You could tell she was wealthy. Her clothes were very nice. Her shoes were very nice. They dressed nicely. And from their manners, you could tell they were well off. And their older girl, about 10, sat at a table in the reception center and said, well, here you have free soup. And the little boy said, I don't want a free soup. The mother sat not saying anything until she just exploded and yelled, you are a refugee now and you need to eat everything they give you. So again, yeah, what a, like, the, you know, I mean, she says, let's, you know, we have to remember the people who faced violence and all that. But let's also remember, especially the wealthy uh, people who, I, it's just yeah. odd to, it's a very odd things to pitch out of, you know, like, you know, people running away from war. This was the change they experienced that they, when they crossed the border, everything they had had before had been in Ukraine. Then they leave you and you never find out what happened to them next. Uh, yeah. Like, are you describing real life? <laughs> what, what, like when you watch news, do you go, this is this is so weird. You watch these videos, these people tell you about their lives, and then they just disappear. Well, with, I, I'm sorry, but any shit is getting published now. I saw some pictures. Now I think this. Good for you. Fuck off. Like, very weird examples as well. Not to yeah. uh, dismiss the pain and suffering of Ukrainian refugees, but what the fuck are you talking? Like, what is this? Women came up to me, said they were raped. I thought, no, they're bullshitting. Then they said they saw some pictures. I was like, oh. And then I thought about the rich people and oh my God, free soup. What? Man, yeah. The reporting around Ukraine has been, has been quite unique because these reporters are kind of like torn, a lot of them, and especially the first week. I mean, when historians go back and look at the first week of the reporting, they'll be like, what was going on here? Someone, someone in like 50 years is going to write a paper on like the word relatively, I swear. They're going to be like the use of the word relative and a whole study around that. <laughs> those few reporters at the beginning and then kind of follow that trail until, until now. Oh, yeah, man. It's they're just the weirdest of it. experience. It's kind yeah. of like the Nina Turner campaign in that, you know, it reminds, like, you know, you said that thing that, yeah, last time they learned that, your opposition can do like <laughs> spend money against you. This time they learn that you know uh, they can you know also po uh, you know do political pressure, terror, yeah. progressive oh, yeah. caucus. threats, threats, <laughs> threats, threats. Yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry, I'm next on their time mind. they're gonna learn about voting. <laughs> yeah, next time they're gonna learn about. Oh, you can arrange for your voters to. Vote. Oh shit! <laughs> this is like that. Oh, you know, I found out 
there is rape in war yeah. oh my god and then then in after Europe. that what about the wealthy people <laughs> what about the wealthy <laughs> seriously jesus but okay okay let's keep this going all right so uh yeah i i wanted to put they usually did michael hudson thing in the beginning because then i read about this molly thing that mm-hmm. is talked about less but has been talked about so molly has had a number of coups recently they had a sort of a i forget if it was president or prime minister let's say a leader who had a very good relations with france those relations significantly yeah. deteriorated and france to be honest you could argue is a representative of sort of eu there in a way there were other troops and all that that relationship has significantly deteriorated and that has led to uh, 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 sort of uh, there was again there were two uh, there were two coups and now the new sort of military junta that is running the country is has vowed uh, let me just get this under my eye so i don't bullshit you too much mm-hmm. the disagreement accelerated in 2021 as mali's military vowed closer ties with moscow bringing in military instructors that france and its allies condemn as mercenary hired from pro kremlin wagner group and that i found interesting that you for the by the way for hit p not hit for the american side or the european side you can definitely go to guardian as always this is from guardian presence of russian mercenaries in mali risks bloody backlash say expert experts sorry analysis wagner group like a bull in a china shop in a stable parts of africa say expert I, it's very surprising. Navy SEAL, who is, uh, I don't know if you recall, uh, during Trump, era, I think it was during Trump, it turned out they were surprisingly doing operations, I believe, in Mali and Niger. Yeah. Their president is never like a bull mm. in a china shop. It, they never break yeah. anything. They're just going around doing some business, assassinating some <laughs> bad guys, definite bad guys, you know, trading some goods. It's just only Wagner Group and Russians. Yeah. You know, everybody else is doing good. Western officials told The Guardian earlier this year that the Wagner Mercenary Group was the thin end of the wedge and a Trojan horse for a Russian effort to extend its influence covertly in a resource-rich and a stable parts of Africa. In Mali, the group is filling a vacuum left by departing French troops who led the international efforts to counter decade-long insurgency that's interesting that effort which included one of the largest un peacekeeping missions in the world failed and the violence has split is spilled across the volatile sahel region displacing tens of millions and destabilizing fragile countries such as uh, niger and burkina faso so yeah well done un and france by the way on your peacekeeping mission when was the last time by the way french managed to defeat anybody who went to French and who goes to French and says, yeah, help us with military stuff. We need French help. With, well, I think, like, but, who's the... but I think France going to Mali was much more like them really wanting to go even than, than the EU, if I'm not mistaken. No, of course, because they yeah. have a, a imperial legacy all over. And, and uranium but, and uh, stuff, no, if I'm not mistaken, I think Mali has some uranium. Yeah, yeah some... it's very resource rich. No, just this is the so this is Wagner Group has been by the way they connected it to the to this guy who's a very close friend of Putin. Everyone's a close friend. I mean, poor Putin. His social life must be extremely busy. Uh, There's not the, that one person yeah. who's not his close friend or like I know, God's right? brother or I don't know. It's just he can't. He's yeah. He's one of those guys who's such a cool guy. Everybody wants yeah. to be friends with him. It's just too. Uh, so and. Uh, Imagine Sorry, you talk about stuff like that, like Nancy Pelosi, a very close ally of Joe Biden. Like you'd be like, "What? Okay, yeah, sure." I mean, that's one way of putting it. Or like, Nancy a close friend. Yeah, uh, it's been connected to Yevgeny Prigozhin, I believe, who runs. They say he runs the Wagner Group. He claims there is no Wagner Group. Yesterday, <laughs> uh, yes, I like this guy. Such man. an American like, name, Wagner Group. Wagner. No, well, man, Wagner. Like German-American kind of name. It doesn't, I don't know. 
<coughs> he doesn't sound uh, yeah german Russian, look I, I just would... put it in richard wagner no, no, was Jer- a german yeah. composer yeah yeah, but like, Wa- yeah. yeah. Wagner, the, yeah. You, but like wagner, wagner who went no <laughs> Compo- you didn't you don't know you know Vog you know Wagner's music even like every movie yeah, every like epic yes you yeah I'm sure you, like this is okay I'm sorry wait this is the this is we have to have it like yeah we have to offline have a cultural like thing every week I have to like familiarize you with so Jesus Christ but Wagner is very German no I just was surprised you said American That's, yeah because I mean yeah. a lot of Americans you know German ancestors, so they do have those kind of um, sounding last names. But I'm trying to think, who is Wagner making me think of? Not Hitler, really? Usually it makes Wagner Fire Safety, Boston Park Plaza. (laughs) See, it's like, I don't know, in the US, I feel a lot of things are called uh, Wagner. Wagner US, uh, Fire Safety. But yeah, anyway, sorry, I digress. Go, go. I... I started this, I feel like, <laughs> but sorry, yeah, so, um, yeah, and this Yevgeny guy, I liked him, it's, he came across my attention yesterday, specifically, because, uh, uh, because he, um, you, you, so, wait, <laughs> Wagner, the <laughs> guy Hitler, you? the guy Hitler, like, loved, every, okay, sorry, I'm go, I go back, I go, what were we talking uh, you were reading an article about the Mali, the Wagner. Oh, we had just oh, yes. gone to the yeah, point yeah, yeah. where, uh, you know, the guy was Putin's friend, of course. Uh, then... You know, it's, you, you know Mozart, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like anybody okay. refers to all us right, soon, I'm... too, they'll be like, we're Putin's friend. I mean, it's so flimsy, this like connection. <laughs> to... <laughs> I'll be like, there are 10 yeah, other yeah. ways of describing you... me. You know, you but... can start by... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, he 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 does look like a, he does look like an evil villain. I must say, he's uh, like, I don't, you I know, don't he doubt it. Doubt but it's just yeah, meaningless. Always put everyone's get it. And of course, people in elite, important places in Russia have some um, relationship with Putin. Oh. That that makes sense to me. Maybe <laughs> me who doesn't know about Wagner but, or much uh, in the world, this makes sense to me. Yeah, that's I, I must say that Wagner thing is really undermining our relationship. <laughs> Why? Why yeah. did I ever <laughs> present myself as a music expert or anything like that? I know Mozart no, and Beethoven and Bach. I heard about these three. It's not. It's not about music expertise. It's what. It's like not not knowing about Quentin Tarantino. You know what I mean? Like anyway, whatever. <laughs> and especially his connection with Nazism and you know all that. Yes, and, maybe I would have heard that. Anyways, anyways, but yeah, no, the Russian thing. The guy, I uh, he he talked to Guardian, and Guardian reached him for a comment, and he gave a pretty like he's a badass man. He was like, what he said, I, I couldn't find, but he said it specifically right now. He said the dying out West is hates all of us in the third world you think all of us russians africans asians you think we're all a scum but you're a scum <laughs> it's crazy it's like it's, he went mental he went oh you think we are f-? and he said yeah he said dying ass to it we'll lose this war to the new world and you are scared of us and he said you think you are stronger but there is billions of us it's like what are you doing man are you trying to lead it like a global revolution <laughs> you, he went mental that guy but Good. yeah there is a sort of a, as we can see in um, you know ukraine and i think now in africa like the global competition i think is gonna heat up significantly as america seemed to uh, increasingly lose its power and prestige to be honest perhaps perhaps i mean sagger kept on saying that biden is embarrassing the americans <laughs> on the world stage are different what can, like yeah, as if but, like uh, yeah uh, somebody yeah, else would I mean, have, yeah. i haven't looked at geopolitics in the way i mean you know because these conflicts have also been going on in mali in central african republic the russians have been there and all kinds of other places but yeah if it's increasing and things i don't know and just that quote that you wrote that the reporter emailed uh, the reporter emailed him and emailed back. Good thing that wasn't Taylor Lorenz because she would have from that response she would have had I don't know some kind of PTSD thing. You said the oh, Guardian yes. reached. Out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was, I don't know if it was written or they talked yeah. to him, but yeah, oh, yeah. 
Taylor Rollins would have described this as a hostile physical <laughs> attack on her person and her family, probably. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, she, he mentioned people in the West. It includes my family. <laughs> Go fuck uh. yourself. But yeah, uh, I mean, look, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. And by the way, I, I just read Putin's apparently supposed girlfriend has been uh, sanctioned. So, you know, Putin is just, he's been crushed, I'm sure. Are you being sarcastic there? No, I'm sure he's crying with his, gar- oh. his girlfriend. Can't go to Disney. Okay, yeah, no, that's for sure. I, I thought you meant like overall they're, they're crushing him. Like, Oh, no. <laughs> no, they're not <laughs> they're not. but uh not that by the way i'm sh- there may be some uh, uh you know epsilon of truth to this whole wagner group and russian i'm sure they're trying to increase their influence in mali who yeah. wouldn't so you know okay sam let's keep this geopolitical party moving let's go to afghanistan which was you know at everybody top of everybody's mind for a nice golden two weeks end of august but yeah yeah it's afghanistan and iran to be honest i thought i stopped making that comment sorry that's (laughs) every time we go to afghanistan that's all i say so (laughs) that's the last time i'm going to mention it but hey no man it's an old comedy rule if a bit works you milk it until i don't know if know, it works does it work until people start throwing tomatoes it works i'm laughing <laughs> uh, but uh, so uh, uh, yeah i it's like ironic word a bit let's start with the ironic word so both iran and afghanistan so there's been increasing tensions between why did you laugh? Because I because keep, you like, love to this. like no, you love to like create new like regions or like make sure you have to like, <laughs> yeah, I like that. nobody expects you like as if someone's there being like no 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 you can't talk about Iran and Afghanistan together what's the, what's the justification <laughs> and Tajikistan <laughs> also but yeah I like these like I like categorizing shit but yeah anyway there's increased tensions basically between Iran and um. Uh, Afghanistan, at, uh, uh, and in, it's at different level. One is that there is increasing tensions uh, that Iranians are expressing concerns about the security of Afghanistan because Daesh, the, or what they call uh, the Khorasani Daesh, the, mm-hmm. or Daesh from Khorasan, the English thingy, ISIS from Khorasan, uh, they, 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 they are. Um, uh, they are doing a lot of activities in Afghanistan at the moment, and Iran has expressed both the foreign minister and the uh, and the speaker of the house, the head of the uh, parliament, have expressed have expressed concern about this. And we come back to the uh, speaker of the house because he's been just doing some really good, funny stuff recently. But uh, yeah, we, that's the fun part. But yeah, there has been increased terrorist attacks. It's mostly targeted Shia communities. There was. The major terrorist attack that killed a lot of Shias, uh, and you know the Taliban government clearly, so they they've been talking a lot about we're gonna include people of all ethnicities, and that's in Afghanistan that could mean Shias or not mm-hmm. because Shias are in in Af- in Afghanistan they are viewed as almost the ethnic tri- like they are mostly Hazara there are other ones but uh, they 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 call them. Uh, in Afghanistan, they're viewed as one tribe mm-hmm. sort of thing. So they could be viewed as sort of included all the tribes. Those guys are sort of a fifth column, though. They're not a actual, actual, because they're not actual Muslims, according to Taliban. So uh, terrorist attacks and all that. And then just, I believe, today, a magazine uh, that is a supporter of uh, ISIS Daesh came out and has threatened Iran and other neighbors of Afghanistan with more terrorist attacks uh, to come if uh, they support, uh, you know, the central government. They, their magazine is called The Voice of Khorasan. And but in Iran, that has caused a bit of an uproar among mostly political people, though, mm-hmm. because Khorasan for Iranians is a extremely, like, historically speaking, the modern Iran, the language of Iran comes from Khorasan. Okay. I mean, to be honest... In terms of like we, when I was growing up, when we were growing up, Iran's Iran is divided into what they call provinces, mm-hmm. right? Like a state uh, in America, 
in the biggest state by far was Khorasan. It was one massive state on the east, uh, almost like 30% or, you know, 20% of the country, I would say. Everything else is... It was divided into three different provinces just uh, 10 years ago, I think. So I don't know if it's still the biggest, but... Uh, and it's still called Northern Khorasan. Uh, Khor uh, Khorasan Rezai, which is a reference to Imam, and then Southern Khorasan. Khorasan is where... Shahnameh comes from the Book of Kings, Ferdowsi. Like even Iranian okay. nas Iranian nationalists are both Ira both Iranian Shiism and both Iranian nationalism is like uh, the, like the amount of influence of Khorasan in those things. Most hardcore sort of radical Iranian nationalists tend to come from Khorasan, while like more more sort of estate. Builders type come from Azerbaijan, where industries are focused. Khorasan is the place of radicals. Is the place of mm. like the uh, even again in a religion as well. Like the type of sort of uh, musical mourning they do, it comes from Khorasan. It's extremely all the poetry is about the cities in Khorasan. It's a, extremely historically for them. It's very important. It's kind of, uh, so uh, they are. Are there any big cities in Khorasan that I would know the name of or? In a greater Khorasan that uh, doesn't include Iran or... Oh, no, uh, the in one, the Iran the one part. No, the part Mashhad. Yeah. Okay, Mashhad is in Khorasan. Mashhad. Okay. Probably. Yeah, Mashhad, which is probably the most luxurious city in Iran in terms of... Because it has the most tourism by far. Because most Iranians, they make pil pilgrimage there. Uh, Shias from all over the world come. Mm -hmm. So, but like more amazing hotels and, you know, okay, stuff. And uh, especially recently, it's become an economic thing. Uh, Raisi, the current president, comes from, not come, doesn't come from Mashhad himself, but he comes from that gang and he was part of that. His father-in-law is the Friday, pre he, he was the head of the foundation of e Imam Reza. The foundation of Imam mm -hmm. Reza is the, it used to be at least the biggest foundation in economic foundation in Iran. They have a finger in every fucking pie in Iran, like just everything from, you know, just from diapers to oil, mm -hmm. just anything, you know. So Iran is very sensitive about Khorasan and it's a very sensitive about its eastern border securities because eastern border of Iran is also some of the poorest, like borders of Iran are the poorest areas. And it's the most areas populated by Sunni people. So mm. people who are, you know, uh, not Shia. So, you know, the regime is not fully there. There was also uh, Iranian uh, agriculture minister said that um, there has been a smuggling and uh, it's increasing from a country, uh, from a neighboring country that has uh, 3 million, uh, I believe, I forget how much they have a, uh, they have a deficit of um, uh, what do they make bread out of? Wheat. 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 Yeah, they have a deficit of wheat. Talibani, uh, 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 the, I, the the agriculture minister of Taliban confirmed that they have the deficit, but denied any smuggling and all that. But I assume that happens. There's a lot of a smuggling of, for example, petrol and oil that happens between Iran and Pakistan. And all that. So I assume if people have wheat problems, both people and maybe, you know, it's getting really, you know, I things see. are heating up. There's a lot of yeah, tensions and all that. And the thing about Ramadan that I put in my note was mostly about the fact that in a surprise move, Taliban, uh, Eide Fetr day, Eide Fetr is the new year for sort of Muslims or is it Arabs. Also, and what about in Afghanistan? What, what kind of calendar are they on? Uh, the um, Taliban is on Islamic calendar. Okay. Taliban is on Islamic calendar. Not, so, I mean, Af that's the thing. Afghan, what are like Tajiks, I would assume, are a bit more towards yeah. uh, Iranian calendar or Gregorian calendar, but, uh, or, or maybe even the Russian one, actually, frankly, uh, I f forget the name. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, yeah, Taliban is very much, you know, is like, man, they, they don't like mm -hmm. if they, you know, they're idle and all that so you know anyways as uh, it's, uh, this is for islam and for some reason it's always a political issue when it is 
And Iran, because it's always the Shia nation, he's always tries to be different and he's all no, we because it's about seeing the moon and it's very difficult. Like it's basically, can you use uh, uh, what is I was gonna say microscope? What are they? You look uh, at the sky with periscope. Is it called periscope? But you look at the stars and all telescope. That? Sorry, te- sorry, telescope, telescope. telescope. Yeah, <laughs> periscope is an app. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean it's always a big debate about it iran because iran is always wants to be different it's like our time difference thing we no we didn't see the moon tonight maybe tomorrow we are always like one day different but what was surprising was that taliban also was taliban they announced it two days earlier than saudi arabia in a way it is it's kind of a sort of a political gesture toward a sort of asserting your independence from saudi like some would say like and saudis are worried about taliban you know yeah, qatar is not but um, saudis are yeah so you know it was a bit weird that they had a two-day difference and it's you know scientifically i don't know i really 